Hello, mm-hmm. it is Tuesday, November 10th. My name is Trent Reinsmith, and this is another edition of the Daily Come On Now MMA podcast. Today's topics, Paul Felder stepping in to fight Rafael Dos Anjos on short notice and talks of his own retirement. Robert Whitaker talks of his own retirement and how these two retirements differ in what the fighters say and which one should we believe or should we believe neither. And the UFC had allegedly scheduled McGregor versus Poirier, but now it seems that fight is on hold for a bit as the UFC works out some other things with McGregor. And all I can think of that is it's probably related to the boxing match that McGregor talked about. Maybe not, but I think that's, I think that it is. And now on with the show. It was kind of a surprise to learn that Paul Felder was going to step in on five days notice and fight Rafael Dos Anjos on Saturday at UFC Vegas 14 in the main event. Um, He hasn't fought for a while. And when he did after his last fight, which was a split decision loss to Dan Hooker, he said that he only wanted big fights, title fights, uh, fights of that nature. And Dos Anjos is a former lightweight champion, but he hasn't fought in lightweight in a number of years. He's not ranked at lightweight. His record's not so great right now. On paper, on paper, this doesn't look like a fantastic fight. Now, you go back and look at Dos Anjos' record back to 2013, and he's fought nothing but killers since then. So on paper, while his record might not look the greatest, he has fought nothing but top-tier talent since then. and at two weight classes and he's one of those guys that's a tweener he's a guy that would be great for 165 155 is too bad of a cut 170 is just a little too big so he's one of those guys like kevin lee if you had 165 he would probably be perfect but you don't and so now at 36 i believe he's dropping back down to lightweight so if you look at it from a, a larger perspective this is a good fight for felder it gets him if he wins, it gets him those fights that he wants, top-tier fights. If he loses, he lost to a former champion. Will it drop him in the rankings? Probably. Will it, in the big picture, will it hurt him? I don't think so. I think he's tough, and I think he'll take the fight to the distance. Win or lose, I think Felder's going to go five rounds. So while it might look not like the wisest decision when you step back, I think this is, I think it's, this is a good fight for Felder. And while it's not exactly what he wanted, it can get him to exactly what he wanted. So sometimes you got to roll the dice. And this is what Felder said to ESPN. I thought about it and I decided with everything going on in the world and all that sad things going on in people's lives and losing their jobs and suffering. And we just lost Alex freaking Trebek to pancreatic cancer. I was like, man, you know, you're still 36. You're young. You're in shape. Save the date. Let's go get paid. Let's have fun. You're fighting a legend. What do I have to lose? And like I just said, he doesn't really have anything to lose it'll be a step back but not a huge step back and if he wins it gets him what he's wanted which is tough tight tough fights and this is what he also said about about taking the fight i know i'm nearing the end of my career soon this i think it's win-win for me because if i go in there and i can finish and beat rda former champ then it gives me a lot of selling points to be getting these bigger fights which seem to be eluding me at the top five of the lightweight division here in the ufc how do you not give me something big after this if I go in there after stepping up? And if it doesn't go my way, then I save the day. I'm going in there to try to win, so we'll see. So there's a couple things I want to talk about in there. Um, how do you not give him something big after this? I think you can just look at Glover Teixeira and see how the UFC can not give you something big after this. 
quite easily, actually, right? Because they've done it before and they will do it again. So I've said this many times, don't do the UFC a favor because you're probably not going to get a favor back. So I hope he got an additional money for saving the day. I also doubt that. So maybe Felder's one of those guys, since he's on the broadcast team, like a Daniel Cormier, like a Michael Bisping, that, that the UFC will take care of off the books, which I also find distasteful because it's unfair, but unfair is kind of baked into the UFC right now for many years. And so maybe he knows that the UFC will take care of him because they've done so before. I don't know. I don't know. But I never liked, I would never, I would never suggest you do the UFC a favor. You get yours before they get theirs is my, my opinion, because that's the right way to go. And Felder finished the interview by saying, I say 50, 50, this is my last fight. I was thinking about that. What a way to just be like, boom, mic drop. So yeah, the odds of retirement probably do increase. If I win, if I lose, then I might want to have to get back in there for one more. It might eat away at me just like the Dan Hooker fight did. I was ready to move on. And then it's like, you still have, haven't haven't proven quite what I'm capable of. I'm going to talk about this section later because I want to compare it to something that Robert Whitaker said and move on to Robert Whitaker right now. So he was asked about Anderson Silva and fighting late into your career and fighting to, you know, Silva being 45. And Whitaker said, hell no, this game is stressful. That's another thing. These guys that fight throughout their late 30s, early 40s, this game never gets easier. Every fight never gets easier. The stresses and nerves are always there. Like always. I don't know why they just keep throwing themselves into this game. It's crazy in my opinion. I have a soft cap and I'm obviously going to go on how my body feels. But if I start getting knocked out and start losing, my health comes first. I'm going to just bow out. And then he finishes up with, let's say, touch wood. I'm not performing as well as I want to at 35. Then I'm going to be in the prime physique to still run circles around my kids which sounds like a pretty good gig. So we have two different, kind of two different takes on the retirement thing here. Whitaker with a family is looking at cutting out when things start to go bad for him. Felder's looking at cutting out mostly on a win. And that's not to say Whitaker's going to change his mind because we've seen this talk before. When fighters are young and raking in money and, and doing great, they will say that they're not going to fight past uh, X date, but then they find out that they're getting older, they're losing, they're making a lot of money now, and they look at to the future and say, shit, I don't have any other options. And then they get stuck. Felder's not stuck because he has a commentary gig. Whitaker, I don't think, is stuck because he seems like a pretty sensible guy who, not to say that Felder is not sensible, I believe, I believe Felder is one of the smarter guys in the sport. And, but Whitaker seems to be more focused on his family and the future. Than, than some fighters are. Does he have other options? I mean, he lives in Australia and he's a notable athlete there. So I would think he would have more options, a former champion, than a regular middle of the, of the road UFC fighter from Australia. I think he has a name. I think he can uh, bank on that name in some ways, maybe coaching, maybe training, but I think he'll be okay. And like I said, he seems like a sensible down there guy. And I think... I think, do I think he'll hold to this soft cap? Yeah, I think he will. Because remember, he was burned out and he just took time off from being burned out. I think he knows that he has a young, very young family. And he knows that he wants to be involved in, in that family and flying all over the world to fight and getting potentially injured and having long-term 
lasting re- repercussions from that, those injuries. I don't think that's something that Whitaker really wants. So again, this could change. You never know. We've seen too many fighters change their change their minds on this. So what? While I like what Whitaker says, we'll see what he will do when the age thirty five rolls around. Because remember, Daniel Cormier was gonna had a hard cap of forty, and he exceeded that. And he admitted the other day that he still thought about coming back after his last fight. So we'll see what happens with Robert Whitaker. Hopefully, he's the guy that 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 gets away, that hits his hits his soft cap and goes home to Australia and it spends time with his family. I don't, uh, fighting does not, you don't, things don't get better the older you get. That's for damn sure. So hopefully he'll, he'll follow up on this. Now back to Paul Felder. And this is, I think what we see in, in MMA and in, and in any combat sport really is the desire to go out on a high. And that, that's what, that's what hurts people. I think that's the killer. That's how you get caught up in finishing your career on a five-fight losing streak, or that's how you get caught up going from the UFC to one of the smaller promotions just in the hope of getting a win. And then you get that win, and you convince yourself you're back. And then you stick around too long after that. And then it's down another level. And I think that's the dangerous part. That's the dangerous part. Because, and I, who said this? Somebody said this. Um, I, I think it was Josh, Top, Josh Thompson was talking about... Um, John Fitch. He ha- had that run at the end of his career where he would win, and then he would. He had told his teammates that he was going to retire, and then he would win, and then he would be like, "Okay, I got to win. I-, I I still got some gas in the tank, and things." And then he would just keep going. And it makes sense in in your head. It makes sense. You want to if you got to win, you know you can hang. And I understand that thinking. I appreciate it too, and I know that it would be hard for the, these guys after a win to say, you know what, I'm done. Unless there's external circumstances like uh, Habib and his mother. But if it's just you making the decision or you and your wife or you and your team, then it's hard to say, you know what, I'm going to walk away on top or at least on a W. I, I don't think many people think like that. I think people think I won, I can keep winning. And then the losing streak starts. So I understand this. I understand that if he wins, he's going to think about retiring. But if you're saying these type of things, that if I win, I'm going to think about retiring. If I lose, I'm probably going to come back. You're probably going to come back regardless. Because if you retire, you're going to, you say, you're already saying, I'm sorry, if you lose, you're already saying you're going to come back. So that's a guarantee. If you win and you step away, I don't think that holds. Because then you start thinking, I won. I can keep winning. And then that's when bad things start to happen. So I would really encourage these fighters and again i know it's extremely difficult but paul felder has options he can do his commentating gig he can do that for years if the ufc will keep him on and i think they will because he's good at it but this kind of thinking just says i'm i'm not going to retire after this fight regardless i might have some time off if i win but i'm going to come back because i think i still got it and again 100% 100% understandable, but it's also 100% when things go awry. So hopefully Felder will roll this around in his head a little bit. And if he's thinking retirement, like Dana White says, then maybe it's time for you to retire if it's already in your head. Um, and same with Robert Whitaker. I hope he sticks to his 35 soft cap, makes that a hard cap, and goes out while he can still enjoy his family. The Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight was supposed to be set for UFC 257, but something fell through there. Something happened. Dana White said that there was a lot of things still to consider. 
And what I've been thinking about briefly about this is the only thing I can think of is boxing. I think those are going to be the things that they're considering because no one's saying that he's not fighting Pacquiao anymore. But then again, no one's saying he is fighting Pacquiao anymore, but he still wants the fight to be in 2020 or hopes it can be in 2020. And I think that's because of the boxing match, unless there's something else going on that we don't know about that's going to tie up his 2020, which with McGregor, entirely possible. So I think the boxing thing is what, what, what is going to be discussed. And if it's Pacquiao and where the, how much money the UFC is going to require to let him fight and how much of that's going to come from McGregor's pay or from a different source, I think those are the talks. Because if McGregor has agreed to fight Poirier in January, then that's, that's the, those are the sticking points. You already probably worked out the pay. So the only thing I can really think of is something not involved with the UFC or boxing. And since we haven't heard anything from outside the cage that would make me believe his year is going to be shot, I'm going to lean towards boxing. But we'll see. That's all I have for this evening. And until tomorrow, everyone stay safe.